Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of Ball Freak Sports Pod. That is the official name going forward, folks. And what a weekend of football we had. I'm here with my cousin, Ruben, uh, my wonderful, handsome co-host, Ruben. And we're going to be talking about our divisional picks from last week. Uh, We're going to pick some championship winners. We're going to talk about some storylines heading in. And we're going to have a a fun topic at the end like we did last week for any of you guys who listen and for those of you who listen to the end. So let's get straight into it, Ruben. How are you doing today? Man, I I don't even know what to say, man. After last weekend. Great weekend. Those games were just... Yeah, those games were insane to watch, man. Those that was probably the most exciting weekend of football I have ever seen in my entire life. So I mean, and that, that's probably kind of generic. Everybody's saying that, but like, you, if you guys you guys you guys have never watched an actual game with me before, like I get super passionate. I can, I can and I lose my temper <laughs> and I scream and I just go crazy, bro. So yeah. Anyway. Um, let's talk about our divisional picks from last week. The first game that went on last week, um, well, it was a couple days ago, but Bengals versus Titans. We both picked the Bengals. They did not disappoint. Money Mac, bro, uh, he called it. He said they're going to the, to the AFC Championship. And, I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals came through, man. What do you have to say about that game? Um, Joe Burrow, bro. And no, honestly, the defense more than everything. Because, like, first of all, Joe Burrow got sacked like nine times, bro. I think it was nine. Oh, that was ridiculous. Like that old line. I mean, I remember uh, at the beginning of the NFL draft, they um, they, they we were debating whether they should take Jamar or Panay Sewell. Oh yeah, and that was, was that was like, a huge debate. You got to take Panay Sewell because if you don't take Panay Sewell, then Jamar Chase he he just come off his ACL tear. It's like you you got to protect your quarterback, you know. You got to make the smart decision and, and, and take the uh, offensive lineman. And they said no. We're gonna go. We're gonna go for the Hollywood story, and we're gonna take Jamar because they went to high because they went to college together at LSU, and it's gonna be super fun to watch. And as soon as it happened, everybody was like, "Done a horrible decision. You, you're, you're it's gonna be the next RG three, another RG three, and 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 it ended up for them fine. It worked I mean, out, Jamar bro. Chase, it was a it was a Hollywood offensive story rookie of the exactly. Year. Exactly, and it's and most fun team to watch in football. Um. But this game was something else, man. It was con- it was contradictory to that over the entire season. Um, I mean, they just couldn't protect him, and it just shows how good he is that he can get sacked nine times and still manage and still manage his team to win. But honestly, his his defense helped a lot, and it wasn't even his defense; it was just Ryan Tannehill. I, honestly, the the reason the Titans lost this game was because of Ryan Tannehill and those three interceptions. Yeah, I, one thing I have to take away from this game for the Titans is that their pass rush is real, man. I understand that it's a beat-up Bengals O-line, but Jeffrey Simmons, the Pro Bowl snub, he should be he, sh- he should be in the Pro Bowl this year, and he is, he's a great defensive tackle. I think he's top two in the league right now. Um, well, maybe three. It's, it's a debate between him, Chris Jones, DeForest Buckner, of, of course, after Aaron Donald. Um, but anyway, I, the Bengals, they just snuck out the win, man. Uh, Ryan Tannehill threw that, that timely interception with like 20 seconds to go. I'm not sure what he was expecting to happen when he forced it into such a tight window. Um, but yeah, uh, that was that was the deal. Uh, Bengals got the mm-hmm. win. Not not a lot to talk uh, about. It was, honestly, even though it was a game no, but here, field goal. Nick, we said last week that in order for the Titans to do anything in the playoffs, Derrick Henry had to come back as 2019 Derrick Henry. And the way that he came back was just not the way that we had seen him, you know? 
Like yeah. the Bengals defense were able to shut them down very easily. And that's the reason why they lost that game, in my opinion. That the thing that makes the Bengals that makes the Titans good is their offense. I mean, yeah, the offense the defensive line, the pass rush of Jeffrey Simmons and um so the guy's name. Uh well they have Bud Dupree, oh. they have uh yeah, there's, other uh, there's a, a defensive line anyway. The bottom line is the pass rush is really good, but the main strength of that team is definitely the offense. Sure. And so since they were able, I mean, you know, AJ Brown racked up some catches. He got that touchdown. But aside from that, Brian Tannehill had an awful game. Derrick Henry was able to be shut down. And that's on the way that they were, that, were, that they were able to beat those really good top five teams, which is what they were touted for and why they had the number one team in the first place. And since they couldn't do that against the Bengals, oh, well, too bad, so sad. Titans are out of the playoffs. Titans are out of the playoffs, baby. All right. Well, honestly, that was probably – it was a good game, but it, it didn't live up to any games. of the other games. It was probably the worst game out of all of the other ones. I agree. Um, but anyway, the other game that happened, I predicted this upset, baby. 49ers-Packers. You weren't exactly against it. You were open to the You were open to the, to the fact that they might – that the Packers might lose. But what this 49ers team did in spite of Jimmy G – in spite of Jimmy G. And I gave Jimmy G uh, praise a little bit last week for being a competent quarterback. But he might be a competent quarterback in SoFi, but not in Lambeau when it's snowing like crazy. He can't he can't do anything. This 49ers team showed a lot of resilience going onto the road in Lambeau Field in one of the toughest places to play because of, not just because of the weather, but also the fans there go crazy. And the way that the Niners team held in there in spite of bad quarterback play, was very impressive to me. It speaks a lot to their coaching. I have one thing to say, Nick, and that is you are not a football genius, okay? Don't, don't say, oh, I picked the 49ers to win this game. I did pick the 49ers to win this game. I know. They they should have lost that game. They should have lost that game. The it's only the reason playoffs. they won the game because of that. What? It's the – what do you mean? They should have lost, lost that game. The Packers should have won. I wouldn't say the 49ers should have lost. The Packers should have won. That's not yeah. fair to the 49ers to say they, they should have lost. I don't they care. Played, they it's, played it's, their butts off in every category except like, the quarterback. Uh, no, I mean, okay. Well, here's what I have to say about Jimmy G. You've talked a lot about him. I have to say that I watched I watched him play, and honestly, nothing surprised me. I said last week he's not a good quarterback, and this week just cemented my opinion more. The only thing that he's good at is managing the game and he's also a really good improviser. I noticed that. Like, he did a couple flips. I think he did, like, one really nice flip to Debo. All the flips to the running backs. And he's just fun to watch. Like, he's so smooth with the ball. And that's what gets people hooked on him. But in reality, he's just not a good quarterback. He he can't really – he doesn't really produce. And, um, yeah, he's overrated. But, I mean, and this game just cemented that more for me. I don't, I don't um, think about- anyone thought of him as some, like, top 10 quarterback or even borderline. I had him outside the top 15. I think he played a good season, though. I think he played a good season. That That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, what were you the, saying? The main thing in this game was the conditions, bro. The conditions sure. is the reason why this wasn't that interesting to watch. And that's because, I mean, the Packers started off really strong on that first drive scoring. The run, run was working. The pass was working. Then A.J. Dillon got injured. And then that just made it harder for them to run the ball. But, yeah, the – they kept turning the ball over. None of those teams wanted to win the game. It was just turnover, 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 and nobody could capitalize off of any of it. And that's why it was seven nothing at halftime, you know. And and then in the in the third, I'm gonna fast forward to the third quarter when they were handed off to Elijah Mitchell on fourth and short, and then he got stopped. 
at that point, I'm like, this game is over. You know? I'm with you, man. <laughs> and then, and surprisingly, they were able to stop, stop them on that three and out. And then pump block was just It wasn't luck. just one three and out, bro. It was, it was like, they were, they were like getting a lot of, of stops on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Well, like, plan- I'm sorry, but. Anyway, uh, like if you're talking about this this Packers team, they should be succeeding in these conditions. Like they're semi used. Like I mean, I understand it. It's not every day in Lambo is that bad, but that should be way more of a of like a. It should give the 49ers a, a way harder time than it should be uh, for the Green Bay Packers. So if anything, it should benefit the Packers. I understand, and they're. I mean. People say the snow, the offense benefits when it comes to like running the ball and whatnot. I understand that helped the 49ers, but the Packers have like one of the best running back tandems in the league. I don't understand why. The, okay, well, Dylan, okay, I, I don't know what happened. AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, they're great, great tandem, bro. Great tandem in that. In that, the, yeah, the whole game Dillon. plan was just a, was just a check down the whole game. I think maybe like two deep shots. I mean, on the last drive trying to get it down to Devontae Adams was kind of forced, but um, mm-hmm. I know the, he was one one deep shot to Aaron Jones. I think. Third quarter, when he tried to Aaron Jones and and um he ran towards the safety and then back out maybe trying to get his but he got tackled didn't work but um yeah most most of the, the game plan was just to check was just to check it down and run the ball you think the Packers it, game plan was to check it down I don't think it I was mean, they have Aaron the, they have Aaron Rodgers I watched the game I know I mean I know, he wasn't but, I mean he wasn't gunslinging it like usual it was mostly but... runs it was mostly runs it was different than how they usually play yeah anyway. It was maybe that because of the weather. Yeah, I think I mean, I, I, when you're play, when you're the home team in Lambeau, you shouldn't be changing your uh, game style um, because like you should not be changing your game style because of the weather. The 49ers should be the team that has to change theirs. Fortunately, their running scheme benefited a bit because they didn't have to pass the ball. They don't have to worry about having cold hands. Like, you know, when Stefan Diggs was saying, like, Josh Allen has to put a little less heat on these balls because we can't catch them with these with these cold hands when it's you know, yeah. five degrees in Buffalo. So I guess, I guess they benefited a little more, but well, here's not as much to talk about. That, this was not a high scoring game at all. No, but listen, but by that, by that logic, the 49ers should have blown them out because no, they shouldn't have because yes, yes, because you can't expect the Niners offense, to blow them out. Well, I mean, the, well, the running offense is the best is one of the best in the league. That's, that's their entire offense. It's just running the ball with Debo and, and Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. But you but just said that, that they, the, 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 you just said the 49ers should have lost. They should have. I know they should have. Which just shows. I mean, you'll see on later why I think they're overrated. If the Packers, well, also I have to give credit to the Packers' run defense. They stepped up. I didn't think they were going to do very well, but they were able to stop them better than Dallas was for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, here's the bottom line: is Aaron Rodgers disappointed me. I thought I thought I could just pick him and 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 be safe, but <laughs> that's not how it worked, man. And I was in shock. I was in those last five minutes. My you, you could see my jaw was wide open, bro. It felt like, never mind. It was wide open. Yo. And on, on, man. <laughs> but like, it was yeah, crazy. I was just in shock crazy. when I saw the ending of that game, and and I, and I was upset too, because because I know that I knew that you were gonna come on here today and be like, oh, I'm a football genius. I think I'm the not, I didn't say win. that. I just, hey, you know, you would have done the same thing if the Eagles pulled that upset off against the Buccaneers. But they didn't. I know, but I had I logic picked this. behind it. It wasn't just like What do you mean you didn't have logic behind it? I said that the I said that the 49ers, their scheme fits well. The things that the the things that the Packers are not good at on the defensive side of the ball are the things that the 49ers are good at on the offensive side of the ball. I laid it out pretty well and I, I think their coaching yeah. their coaching is better. Well, that's not even what happened though. But Nick, that's not what happened. That is what happened. That's not, the run game. Not. I mean, they didn't run all over them, but 
I mean, and also we all knew that we all knew the 49ers didn't do defense was better. Offense. They didn't score any points until like, the 49ers the third defense was better, bro. The 49ers defense was better, and I said that on the last on the last. I said their defense is better. Know, but, but you're saying now that what you did is that they played to their that they played to their weaknesses, but um, that's not what actually happened in the actual game. So that's kind of you. You just kind of you kind of got lucky there by picking. So that. what? It, what? What? So you you're telling me if Jalen Hurts didn't throw for 400 because you said it was gonna be their run game, right? Somehow I don't know what was going yeah. through your head when you said it's gonna be the run game against the. The Buccaneers D, but you said it's gonna be the run game. If, if, if Jalen hurts, battered. if Jalen hurts uh, passes for 400 yards, you're taking just as much credit as if they ran all over them. I know, I know that's a fact, Ruben. So don't give me, I don't, don't I, give me, don't. I wouldn't say I'm a football me. genius. I would just say, I would just say, you know what? I got lucky. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, you wouldn't say that, Ruben. You wouldn't get out of here. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, moving on. That game was probably uh, the first. We thought the first two days were were good. This, uh, I mean, the first two games were good. The second two, by far, were the best games to watch. Bucks versus yeah. Rams. My boy, you picked the Rams to win. I went with the goat. You know, kind of like how you went with Aaron Rodgers. That was kind of my logic behind. Like, I, I think he, I think I thought he'd be able to sneak some. And he, and he almost did. It wasn't a bad pick to pick the, the Buccaneers, and and whatnot. But anyway, Rams took the dub, dude. That that was a crazy game to watch. What was your favorite part of the game? I think everyone's favorite part of the game was the last was the fourth quarter. Oh. My favorite play, my favorite play, but honestly, my favorite play more than the cup uh, icing the game was that uh, Mike Evans. That uh, Mike Evans. Oh, play, on Jalen Ramsey, game, bro. bro. Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey put his awesome. head down, bro. He was angry. You could tell he's angry. He doesn't let that happen. Yeah. He doesn't let that he doesn't happen. doesn't let that honestly. happen. Best cornerback yeah. in the game still, but like one person got the best of him. That's crazy. But the reason why everybody picked the Buccaneers to win is because I don't think everyone picked the Buccaneers. The money, the money the money was on the, the money was on the Rams. You, you, it was a Sunday night football oh, game. Fine. America, like, America's pick was the Rams. Me, excuse me, excuse me. People like you. <laughs> people like me. <laughs> people like you. The reason why people like you picked the Rams to win. I mean, sorry, the Bucks to win, is because of the passing attack of the Buccaneers and how well they did against the Eagles. But they kind of spoiled you because the Eagles defense is not good. And once they go against an actual defense like the Rams. You saw the you saw the first half, and it should have stayed like that the whole game. But you know you got Tom Brady on the other side who always makes it a game, and that's yeah, why. But it was think fun about to it. If Brady, if Brady has his weapons and he's healthy, bro. If he has Godwin, if he if he has Godwin, and and, a, and AB, I mean, of course, this is gonna be there's well, gonna be stuff. Course, I, I, know, I understand. Game. The reason they lost the game was because they couldn't get anything running on on the offensive side of the ball in the first half, and then Brady had to start forcing well, stuff. All right, correct, correct, correct. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Anyway. Uh yeah, crazy game. Uh, Matt Stafford, dude, has he has he proved the haters wrong? It, can he be a successful quarterback in a playoff game? Absolutely. It's just he was on the he was on the Detroit Lions for the last twelve years. I mean, he he did he threw some interceptions. Did he fumble? Did he throw? Let me look at his stat line. Uh, you go ahead. Oh, I didn't say anything. I know, but, but you were uh, talking about how Matthew Stafford was on the Lions and whatnot. Oh yeah. You know, he had Calvin Johnson, but <laughs> the Lions are just a failed franchise. And you're not going to – And I mean, also, I think the 2014 game against the Cowboys, he got hacked by the refs. Yeah. But um, now that now that he got a good supporting cast around him, mm-hmm. you see what he can do. He's been, he's been an underrated for many years, man. Yeah. 366 yards, 73% completions, completion percentage, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a 121 passer rating. Pretty good, pretty good numbers for for a guy that a lot of people doubted. Yeah. Me, me, including myself. Like, it's not that I didn't think he was he was capable of doing it. I mean, he did have like a fumble, I think, but 
not that he wasn't capable. I didn't think he wasn't capable of doing it. It's just really his first game. And I think he benefited from uh that that Buccaneers defense being like uh that secondary being torn up. Like they've been terrible all year. And they, quite frankly, they weren't better in the playoffs. They did not get exactly. better. They did not well, get better when it matters. Defense is run. I think I think it's that was the difference that... between this deep this Buccaneers team and last Buc- last year's Buccaneers team is that last year's Buccaneers team got better when it mattered. This year's mm-hmm. team did not. Exactly. And the, the, the good thing about that defense is the only good thing about that defense is the is the run D. And the only bad thing and I, and I said this last week. I said this is the reason why the Rams are gonna win. Because the Rams offense is through the air. And the Bucks weakness is through the air. And that's why Matt Stafford threw for so many yards. And and I mean the only good thing about the about the Rams, I mean about the Bucks defense is the run defense. And Cam Makers had a didn't have he had that, that fumble that threatened the game. He didn't have a good game because that run defense was fire. Yeah. And it is what it is. Yeah. Well, Tom about Brady this game, down. what do you think about Brady? You mentioned you just mentioned Brady. Is he, is he done then? Is Brady done? No. He can't you can't let it end like this. I, I can't agree with you. I Are mean you kidding me? Yeah. Dude, I, I'd hate it's to see Brady media, go, bro. man. Brady just, is literally my childhood. Brady is my childhood. Brady is the epitome epitome of my childhood in terms of sports. Like I grew up watching him. He's all I look forward to watching every Sunday, and it's like I was so spoiled with him, man. And I like yeah. it. I feel like it takes a bit of a hit on his legacy if he just if he just retires after one disappointing no, season. No, Nick, Nick, no, Nick. No, 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 what no, are you no, talking about, bro? No, Ruben, Ruben. Don't act like I just. A hit on uh, his I've legacy? Had, no, I mean like it. Not a hit on his legacy. Of course, he's still the undisputable goat. But it's like, how could he go out like this? The greatest player of all time, man. Like he's not gonna go out like this. He's just he's just baiting everybody. He's baiting everybody, and he's gonna come back and win yeah. a Super Bowl. He's coming back and winning a Super Bowl, and then maybe he'll hang it up after that. Maybe. But he right. he can't he can't he can't end it like this. Yeah. Are you kidding? What me? about what about Gronk, man? Because Gronk didn't have a bad game. I think as long as uh, Brady plays, Gronk will. Um. Yeah, I agree. Bra- Gronk is just Brady's, you know what? So. <laughs> uh. So so what's what's next for Tampa, man? Uh, how how are they moving on? <laughs> I mean, if it's um, Brady, I guess nothing's happening. But uh, what's his name? Uh, Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. That's en- that's enough about that game. Let's move what, on. What to do the you think? What, what, Nick, 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 what what do you think is the is the future for the Bucks? I want to hear your opinion. Tom Brady for the next ten years. No, I'm joking. Uh, okay. But I mean, Tom Brady, man. You, you, you can't give up on him. When someone, like the Buccaneers, just got like their, it was their second Super Bowl last year, right? I mean, when, you're, when, you're, when your franchise is not known for winning football and a guy gives you a Super Bowl, you can't just, you can't just like kick him out. I mean, I understand they're not going to kick him out, but you can't let him go because he didn't get a Super Bowl his second year with, with you after he got a Super Bowl his first. Now, if he missed the playoffs the first year and then was disappointing in the second year, you could kind of think about it. But yeah. Tom Brady's the future, man. He's the past, the present, and the future. Yeah. I think you treat Tom Brady like you treat a coach. Uh, you know? Yeah. You I don't mean, fire your coach on after that. one after a Super Bowl win. I mean, if he does bad after like four after like four of the four seasons of being bad, then you, then you think about it. All right, let's continue. What's next? Yeah. The best game was next. Bills versus <laughs> Chiefs, man. 
uh, a lot of talk happening, like uh, a lot of people talking about the overtime rules, how they need to change, how they need to go to call, how to how they need to go oh to my college goodness. rules they and whatnot. Have to go to college rules. Um, but anyway, let's just talk about the game first before we go into OT. Both quarterbacks played nearly perfect games. Both quarterbacks. Yeah. Who do you think? Do you think? Do you think? Uh, do you think this um, this game showed that Josh Allen's on Patrick Mahomes' level, or did it show that Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the league? That's a good or both. question. Um, or both. I think it should, yeah, I'll say both. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, I'll say both. I was, I was thinking about it. I'll say both. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league still. And Aaron, Aaron Rodgers had me. He had me, bro. He had a lot but, of people. You know, yeah. Yeah. In the end, that's what it is. Um, that boy Josh Allen, though, bro. What did I say last week? I said he's a fullback with an amazing arm, and he played like a fullback with an amazing crazy, arm this game. Man. Every single third down was literally a run to him, yeah. and they couldn't and, even stop it until dude, the fourth and, quarter. Dude, and like, and if the play is broken down, you need like you need to have like a hundred pounds on him to tackle. You like the, if the defensive lineman is not a hundred pounds heavier than Josh Allen, you not tackle him. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm Everybody in the NFL is about 100 pounds. <laughs> no, if the if, if they're not like if they don't outweigh him by like 50, 60 pounds, and even then they're not gonna get to him, right? Because he's so fast. You if they're not get if they're not outweighing him and get and got full hands on him, he's not going down. And he's extending the play. He's probably gonna punish you. But anyway, they both had nearly perfect games. Uh, but I think uh, to answer my own question, Patrick Mahomes is still <laughs> the best. He's still the best in the Who's, league. So no one does it better. That, yeah, dude, I yeah. I literally was like, okay. I thought it would have been better for the Chiefs, honestly, if Tyree Kill instead of like throwing up the peace signs and like and like outrunning everyone, had just gone down, mm-hmm. and then they could run out some clock and score. But no, they That's gave the ball back to Josh it. Allen, who did his job. I mean, what more can you ask of a quarterback that score with thirty seconds left? What more can you I'm ask? I'm not gonna lie, and I was rooting hard for the Bills, bro, because I'm just tired of the I, Chiefs' dominance. Wait, but I had what, a hard you, time. You, you really hard for your division rival? I, that, 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 I had like a hard time rooting for the division rival, but the thing is, the Bills have had no success. Like, I mean, they made four straight Super Bowls like a long time ago and lost all four of them. And I mean, we've run over them and like for the past years. And I have a little bit of pity for them, not for the Chiefs, man. The Chiefs have already taken our glory of the out of the AFC. So, I mean, it was hard, but I'm, I'm like, I, I was just like. I, I like watching the Bills play, man. I really do. I, I like I hate it when they're playing us, but I like watching them play. I had a yeah, hard time so rooting fun. for them. But me and, Diego, me and me and were in a me and my brother Diego, we were in a hard situation. We're like, are we really gonna root for the, the for the Bills? You have to. I mean, we have to. We hate the Chiefs probably more right now. But I mean, who knows? If Josh Allen comes into this this uh form of dominance for the next ten years, I'm definitely gonna regret voting, rooting for them this this playoffs. <laughs> that's facts. That's funny. <laughs> no, I mean, not that you not that you rooting for him would change anything. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, that overtime. Anyway, yeah. uh, that, that that's ending, a- that ending was the ending got me messed up, bro. Mm-hmm. I was sitting next to my friend Sam, and you can just ask him my reaction, bro. I I, was, I went crazy when that when that game was done. I was screaming. Mm-hmm. I was I was. Uh, I mean, you watch football, but like I said earlier, I'm a passionate <laughs> dude. So I was I was rooting hard for the Bills, and I know right now I don't sound like the most passionate bro, but let me see when I when I was watching that game. If right now I was like a a four, I was like a fifty. I was heated. I was heated, bro. I was throwing things. It was crazy. Anyway, right, let's keep it yeah, let's keep it moving. Uh, one last question: overtime rules, man. You they got to change? You said? Yeah, especially for I mean, well, here's the thing: 
for games like that when it's two amazing offenses going at it, you're like, why not? Why not? Why not go for that and get like another Georgia Alabama? Well, or not? What's mm-hmm. Alabama? Georgia Oklahoma. Another Georgia yeah. Oklahoma Oklahoma ending. You know? Yeah, that was crazy. Or yeah. I, think, I mean, I think it was uh, maybe it was Georgia Alabama. No, 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 it was Alabama because I remember Tua came in. I have Jaylen a problem. Hurts. I have a problem with it with them changing it in the regular season because you're forcing these guys to like play so many extra snaps. Like you have just two straight offenses going at it. True. The defenses are getting wear down. I mean, okay. but in the playoffs, you you can't let the coin dictate, bro. Like a lot of yeah, people are saying true. Josh Allen lost the coin. Not to say the well, first of all, the Bills you deserve to lose. That. The the the, first, the Bills deserve to lose after that after that uh after they gave Patrick Mahomes. I understand it's Patrick Mahomes. You can't let someone get in the <laughs> field goal range with 13 seconds. Are you kidding me, dude? They that was just, a field goal range, dude. They, they didn't play. They didn't play well enough at the end of the game. But like that deep I mean that's that's just what happens, man. Like the Bills are number one in like three categories heading into the game. They face Patrick Mahomes and they look like a bunch of juvenile players, man. They look like they look like a high school football team. They look like your local high school football team when they play Patrick Mahomes. And they both do the such Rockville a good Rams. job. Uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes do such a good job of just evading the sacks. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. I, I there was a play at the beginning of the game where he just took off scrambling, went for like thirty five yards, and I'm like, yo, he's actually fast. I'm like, I didn't know he was is, that fast. At the beginning, I think they were trying to make Patrick Mahomes like kind of like the game plan their game, like Patrick Mahomes, like Josh Allen, because he was running a lot. He was, he was, yeah. But anyway, um, right, moving you on. can't touch, you can't touch the the, the man, the myth, the legend, bro, J- yeah. Josh Allen, bro. We're gonna come Joshua, back. I think Joshua. Whatever, yeah, keep on Joshua, going. Joshua, yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come back after this short break with our championship winning picks. But anyway, see you guys after the break. And we are back, folks. Um, Ruben, we got two games coming yeah. up: Bengals, Chiefs, Rams, 49ers. Let's talk about the first one: Bengals, Chiefs. Can Joe Shiesty handle the heat from the Kansas City D? What heat, first of all? Like, I mean, what our, heat? yeah, what the heat? D line, the D line, dude. Frank Clark went crazy. Bro, you, think you, you can't. Yes. I mean, Chris Jones. He's, Chris Jones is is always good. I, oh well. I, I think it's less of that a. It's less, it, it's it says this question is saying less about the Kansas City defensive line, more about how bad the Bengals' offensive line is, not not about the the Chiefs' D line, about the Bengals' O line, because well, the they gave up nine sacks to the Titans, man, nine. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, um I feel like the ten the tandem of both is just going to be too too much heat. In the kitchen for Joe Shiesty. but the thing is, um, the Titans secondary was bad. The the Chiefs secondary played amazing. They were able what? to shut down. They were able. They were able to shut down. The, no way! You just said they were able to shut down. No way! Excuse me. Excuse me. But but like I mean, Steve Davis, just, just watching touchdown. the just just watching the game. Just just watching the game. You can just see like they weren't doing a bad job. I mean, obviously, like like like. Like, oh, I, I just I, I find it hard for you to, to listen to you say that the Chiefs didn't do a bad job when they gave up like 36 points and you're in your you're, you're giving crap to the Titans uh defensive uh backfield trash bro they held the Bengals to 19 that's not that and they would have held them to 16 if Ryan Tannehill could not throw interceptions every once in a while you know <laughs> he, huh. he just Ryan Tannehill is like a little bit better than Jimmy G is that a hot take 
He's a little bit better than Jimmy G, bro. He's a bit more accurate. He plants his feet better. He sets up for his throw better. But he forces it into he forces it into tight windows, bro. And he forces it into places where he really shouldn't be. Um, and hmm. I mean, you saw that resulted in uh, Titans being out of the playoffs. But yeah, who's your pick, Ruben? Um, the Chiefs, bro. And I just, I, you know how people you say were riding with the Bengals, bro. You were riding what, with the what, Bengals. Man, one man, I will never. I know, I know. But if you look at the statistics, the, the, the statistics for this game, <laughs> it's undeniable, bro. It's gonna be the Chiefs. Because then now, now after that Bills game, bro, if there's one man in sports I'd not bet against. It's Patrick Mahomes, bro. It's Patrick Jimmy Mahomes. G, Jimmy G, bro. It's Don't Patrick bet Mahomes. Against... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. I mean, the Chiefs, I know I really want, I'm going to be rooting hard for the Bengals. And as much as I want to pick the Bengals, that Chiefs defense is just playing really, really well right now. And the Bengals, and they're significantly better than the Bengals defense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. So it's going to be easy for them to shut them well, down. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say they're significant. The Chiefs defense is significantly better than the Bengals. Would you say that? Explain to me. Yes, why, why do you think? Why do you think that? I mean, you got Jesse Bates in the secondary, but I mean the Chiefs. The Chiefs secondary just plays better. They just they just play better football, you know. And the and the, and I mean they get like they just they just play better football. They, they they're more physical with it. They have more production, and I I just like them more in this game, man. I'm gonna be honest. I mean the Bengals. If if I'm if, wait, am I? Let me see if I'm reading this right. Um. Yeah, I don't think the Bengals have a better pass defense than the Chiefs, dude. I'm being real. Yeah. There's no way. And the pass rush for the I mean Trey Hendrickson, uh, do they have any other? I mean, that might just be that might be it. But do they have any other? Oh uh, the uh, Sam guy? Hubbard. Sa- oh yeah, Sam Hubbard. Oh uh Ohio State uh, Ohio State kid. Yeah, yes, he's, sir, he's, my he's, boy. he's been cooking it up. Um, but anyway, yeah. I really want to pick the Bengals, man. I, I really do. But Same. and I'm gonna be rooting for him hard, but same. The last time they got lucky in the jungle, it's gonna be different in Arrowhead. Um, yeah, fortunately. Um, but yeah, we both got the Chiefs for that game. Um, that's not really much more to talk about. That I'm. It, it's not. Both of these, like you would not, you would pick neither of these at the beginning of the season. You would no way you're picking these matchups. <laughs> no way. <laughs> You're making these what if I told you? What, 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 what if we were in the Canberra the summer and I said, "Yo, the, my AFC Championship prediction is Bengals Chiefs." What would you have said, bro? I mean, I picked the I think I picked the Steelers to be the worst in the division. Which what would, and in doing so, I I made it so the Bengals weren't the, the worst in the division. But you jinxed um, it. Yeah, I I I did. But anyway, the bank the Bengals. I, I can't say I thought they were gonna be this good. Of course, I didn't. And you, I would call you crazy, bro, if you, if you said something like that. Um. Yeah, Bengals. Yeah. Bengals on top. No, Chiefs yeah. on top. But I really hope the Bengals. You sound like, you sound like we hooping right now, bro. We Bengals on top. <laughs> what happened, Chiefs? Uh. <laughs> all right, Rams versus Forty Niners, bro. What makes the Forty ers so good, Ruben? How do they keep pulling this stuff off? Cowboys. It's just, Packers. It's just like the mental, are they just getting lucky? Strength. Are you gonna Are you gonna keep saying they're get they're getting lucky, Ruben? Well, it's that, and then I don't think give them some credit. Like, the, their mental strength, you know? Like, they can just stay in games that they shouldn't be in, you know? Mm. And the fact that they can do that is what makes yeah. what, what, is, is what makes underdogs win games, you know? I guess. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, there were 17 and, down. Uh, well, okay. Here's another thing. Remember last year, the Saints and the Bucks played three times, and the Saints won both times in the regular season, and they just couldn't stop them in the playoffs? 
Yeah. I feel like the same thing happens here. The you 49ers know, won the both. Did the 49ers and, win yeah, both yeah. meetings? Huh? The 49ers won both meetings this year? I know they won the last one, of course. Yeah, the 49ers won both meetings, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, let me check it out. Yeah, you're right. They did. They, yeah. they, they blew yeah, them out yeah, the first did, time yeah. and came back the second. Yeah. Well, and the funny the, thing, the thing is, is did you see what do you see what the what LA did for a little bit? They didn't they didn't they only allowed people in the Los Angeles area to purchase tickets. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> yeah, so yeah. the people from the Bay Area wouldn't come down. And then people were saying, Oh, that's, that's funny. funny. You think that you think you think the Rams have fans in LA? <laughs> Dude, there's <sighs> probably more Niners fans in LA than Rams fans. Let's that's let's true, be real. I mean that's funny. But that, that was great. I, I was like, how are you gonna do that? And and they eventually changed it. Uh they are allowing people to come back. It's basically they're gonna Debo Samuel called him out last time for faking, for like boosting like fake fake crowd noises and whatnot because it was like all it was all 49ers fans, man. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's pretty funny. Um, well, can yeah. they pull off that? Um, no, they, they're not gonna pull the, this. Is, this is this is my sure win. Might be a hot take. This is my sure? my sure win. It's gonna happen. The Rams are gonna win this game. I'm positive. And and it's because it's because their defense is just playing too well right now, you know. Yeah. Dude, I really wish I could disagree, man. It's gonna be boring because we picked Jimmy, the same picks, bro. But I know. Uh, yeah, I had to take the Rams, dude. I rode the 49ers. I rode the I rode the 49ers up, uh, up to this point, and just like you kind of rode the Bengals up to this point. <laughs> but mm. um, watch yeah. the Niners win, bro. Oh my gosh, dude, I, I, I'm gonna be rooting for the Niners and the Bengals, bro. I'm rooting for the Niners and the Bengals. Nah, I'm oh, that's facts. I have to do the same. I have to do the same. I, yeah, but anyway, uh, I don't think it's as big of an upset though as you're making it seem, dude. They've done it twice. It's not going to be that big of an upset if they actually pull it off. Hmm. And let, let's be real, it's basically home field advantage. <laughs> it's home yeah. field advantage. So it's it's not it's yeah, not yeah. that big of a, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, our picks yeah. for the championship round. We both got the Chiefs. Yeah. We both got the Rams. I, we really wish we could pick otherwise, but not much you can do. Let's talk about some headlines, Ruben. Yeah. Sean Payton do it. says he's out, bro. He's out. Yeah. That got me by surprise. I'm not going to yeah. get a lot, bro. Did it surprise you? Yeah. Yeah, it did. I mean, yeah. like, you, you might. my dad was telling me, like, you you need some time off after you lose Drew Brees. Like, you, know, you play one season after, mm, and I it's guess. like, it, you, you need to change the scenery. Um, They're, they're talking yeah. about some potential landing spots. Uh, of course, the one that's been popping up a lot is Dallas, uh, potentially no. Chicago, Chicago Bears, um, because he was a home. He was a he was a kid. He was born outside of just outside of Chicago, bro. I, I could so, see. I could definitely so, see him in Chicago. So Chicago is, is would be like a homecoming for him. Uh, Pair yeah. him up with a with, with a young quarterback again, Justin Fields, my boy, Ohio yeah. State Buckeye. Ohio State Buckeye, baby. Uh, but yes, yeah, I, I don't. I, I can't I, see him going I, to Dallas. I, I, I think I think he's going. If if you had know, to make an early gut, pick, where do you think he's going? Because there's openings at my, in there's openings at uh, uh uh Miami, right? Carolina. True. Uh, no, no. I think I think the first two are the ones though. I think it's either Chicago or Dallas, bro. And I I put my money. I put my Dallas. Really, man? Jerry World? Yeah. I, my gut's yeah. telling me the Bears, bro. He wants to go home, man. Bring him home. Bring him yeah. home, Bears, Bears, Bears fans. Or man. will he just retire? Because he said he, was, he told the Saints he was just retiring. Does he just retire and just not come back? Imagine he like retires for like one year, and if the Chicago Bears head coach doesn't pan out, they grab him. 
Kind of like how John Gruden retired <laughs> before he came back. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's um, true. Yeah. But yeah. Either that, yeah. The Giants said, bro, they're sticking with Daniel Jones. What do you think about that? Horrible idea. Horrible idea. <laughs> no, great it's idea, bro. We're Washington. We're Washington fans, bro. Well, I'm Washington <laughs> Facts. fans. But Facts. We like the we no, like man, DJ, but... bro. I know, but let me think about this from the Giants' perspective, okay? You're a huge market city. Why not shoot high? You have such a talented offense. You're getting a new coach who can work with it. Why not go for Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun? They specifically said, oh, yeah, we're not trading for Deshaun Watson. That makes no sense in my opinion, you know? I mean, they're a screwed-up franchise. I've, of all the teams, I don't think they'd be the one to, that would let the, like, the legal allegations get in the way. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm not trying to insult the Giants fan base. But... No, that's fine. No, insult them, bro. They're a division rival. They insult them. <laughs> we don't, like, we don't, the like, we don't like the Giants here. We don't like Giants. We don't like Dallas. We kind of mess with Philly, but let's be real. We don't like Philly. Um, yeah. Anyway... Yeah, I, like, I, I, I don't, really I don't understand I like, like why bills. you're selling yourself so short. Why are you selling yourself so short, man? Like yeah. you could definitely do a lot more. Um, AB went on a podcast this week as well, saying he wants to play with Lamar Jackson. He said, "Lamar Jackson, I want to play with Lamar." His, his, <laughs> Lamar his cousin, Jackson. <laughs> his his cousin Hollywood's <laughs> there, bro. His cousin Hollywood's there. They got some connection. Let's uh, let's be real. Lamar Jackson hasn't the had a good quarterback. I mean, a good a good receiver one. I mean, the pieces are there. Well, well, at this point in his career, is Antonio Brown a receiver, wide receiver one? What do you think, Nick? I think he is. You think he is? I don't think, I think so. He is. I think he is. I think he was the you best think, player think, on the Tampa team, bro, on, on the Tampa receiving you, Is that a hot take? I think, think he it, was the best player. Well, Maybe he didn't play the best for them, no, but he, Mike, was, the best, was, he was the best player. It was Mikey. Listen, 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 listen. Oh, um, Mike Evans' garbage time yards. I have a bro. question. Why don't you just leave Rashad Bateman as wide receiver one, and then you just, you just, put, him in the, you just put him in the slot or something? Or never mind. You would pump. You would put Marquise in the slot. You gotta be. You gotta outside. accept that you're gonna have some locker room problems, especially in the, uh, like AB's gonna like How? like tweet against his team like on Twitter. He's gonna go on Twitter Dude. and like and like trashes on. The best thing about like, that they're starting the second year person <laughs> over me at the wide receiver one spot. Let's be real. Who's the best here, man? Who's the best? That's what he's gonna say, and everyone's gonna get that mad at him. Bro, yeah. those Steelers games are gonna be so good though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's gonna go off. He probably will. He probably will. Uh, <laughs> dude, I'd love to see him go back to Heinz Field as a Raven. Imagine, bro. Uh, dude, it was funny. Like, I, I saw I saw a post about this. It was like, imagine telling a Steelers fan in 2016 that Le'Veon Bell, this is a while back when Le'Veon was on the Ravens. He's like, imagine telling a Steelers fan in 2017 or 2016 that Le'Veon Bell will be on the Ravens. And... <laughs> And Lamar, I mean, and Antonio Brown will be playing with Tom Brady and winning a Super Bowl. Oh, well, no, no, no. Dude, Steelers fans would go crazy. They fell apart, man. I mean. And yeah, it's kind of sad, to be honest. It's, it's, it's attributed to uh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown would, like, go on to, like, different shows and be like, oh, yeah, Big Ben can't throw accurate passes. Like, he's throwing the ball into the <laughs> dirt, and he's blaming me for running the wrong route. He's just a cancer to have around, man. But he's so he talented, man. So talented. So, he keeps it together. Yeah, it's a waste. Top. I think he's a top two production wise receiver all time. Do you think like he has top CTE? Two, top three. Do you think? All right. Here, here's here's the hot. T- I'm not know, a here, doctor, bro. I can't here, diagnose him. No. Here, here's a popular take. Do you think he got CTE? No, he did not. I know what you're saying. That didn't happen, bro. <laughs> that did not happen. Why not? That did There's not happen. You don't get you all... don't get it from one hit, bro. He got concussed. Well, here's the thing. Not. 
before 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 that um incident, he had one instance of behavioral misconduct. And then after that, and then he, after like, that, he became the Antonio Brown that we know and love or hate. Wait, remember what? Remember the incident with the doctor man where he kept he kept letting it rip like right in front of the doctor. <laughs> Bro, my dad makes so many jokes about that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he loves it. Oh, that is. I found the video, and I, and I just saw the video the other day too, bro. It was funny. He's like, "Sorry, doc." <laughs> and then he said it again. He sounded so honest. He's like, "Sorry, doc." I know. <laughs> Sorry, doc. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, let's oh, move on to uh, Ruben. What do you think the Washington Football Team's new name will be? If you had to put your um, money on anything, bro. There was a league that it was going to be the Washington uh, Admirals. That oh, sucks. If it's Austin, Washington Admirals, I'm 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 gonna cry, dude. It's so bad. <laughs> but you're too loyal, bro. You can't leave the fan base. Yeah, I will probably I'll probably go with Commanders. I'll probably be my money on there, and I would and I would be fine with that name to be honest. Did you Out see what, options, you see what like Ron Rivera was doing? He was like at a press conference and he kept just letting like the different things. It's very admirable admirable of you. Um, I mean, you'll leave him <laughs> to the wolves. He's making all these jokes. It's kind of funny. Um, so oh, just to gosh. just to let our listeners know what the potential names are, uh. Uh, so one of them is Red Wolves or just Wolves. One of them's Commanders, um, a Hogs or War. war it says Red Hogs, Hogs or War Thogs. What is a War Thog, bro? That's ridiculous. Uh, Washington war Defenders. Hog? Yeah, Washington Defenders. Well, Washington Hogs would be Admiral. after the nineteen eighties offensive line that got us to the Super Bowls. That what would do you be think about that. what do you think about Washington Armada? I'm not opposed to it. I, like I think it's more. one of the better. I think it's one of the better names. I think uh, it's Washington, one of the better ones too. If, if as long as it's not Washington Presidents, bro. If it's Washington Presidents, I'm actually <laughs> out, bro. They need to stop with these Washington generic names. The Nationals, the Capitals. I know, right? I mean, the Wizards makes no sense, but the other ones make too much sense, you know. And now Washington yeah. that's <laughs> too much sense. And then the Washington Football Team, that's not happening. There's no way they made this huge announcement. They don't, just they don't have the, the Washington Football it. Team. Um, they don't have the trademark for it. Red Tails. Washington Warriors. We're gonna get our we're gonna get Washington our red tails. Yeah, our, our tail is gonna be red after every single game because we get whooped. <laughs> <laughs> red tails. Red tails. That's not a good. That's not a good marketing strategy. We've got a red tail whooped. <laughs> They're gonna be making so many jokes about us like that. I can already hear. Yeah, them I, I I can hear them as well. All right. Well, let's talk about this. Is gonna be the first time we've ever talked about baseball in this podcast or baseball in general. Should Barry Bonds be a Hall of Famer? Like a lot of people are saying, he should be. He should have made it over David Ortiz. And I love David Ortiz, bro. Big Red Sox fan. Um, David Ortiz. You could tell how emotional he was when he got the call. Pedro Martinez was with yeah. him. It was awesome to watch. He's definitely deserving. But this is his first chance to actually become one. And now Barry Bonds. I I, I read like he can't be one anymore. Like this is his last chance yeah. to get in. I think and, he should have gotten in. I mean, I, I know the whole drug situation, the whole PED situation, you know. But just records are records, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, is, like, is it, if, if imagine imagine if you only watched the sport and didn't actually read the media, like you just watched the sport with with the with the muted, and like you just, something you never like seen. How, I mean, when when you're taking Hall of Fame into account, do you really like go off of off field stuff? I think it's just I think it should just be over what you see, you know. I mean, you got to take into consideration some of it, like if bros like literally juicing that. the whole time. Yeah, but I mean, the most home runs of all time. You know how important that is in baseball. That's crazy, yeah. I think I, mean, I, I imagine the imagine the, the the most passing yards of all time isn't in the isn't in the NFL or or like 
Steph Curry doesn't make the NBA or something. I mean, this doesn't make the Hall of Fame. Because if I, you know, like, it's just because it's like the main thing of that sport. Um, I think he has to make it. That's my take. Yeah, I, the the one of the issues people had, um, was that uh, David Ortiz did test positive for uh, PEDs at at one point in his career. And oh, so too. I mean, he no, of course he wasn't. He never. He's just a big guy. It's not like he got big from from juicing, but he did test positive. Um for some PEDs one time and people are saying, well, but let's be real, dude, Barry Bonds cheated like, like I'll like more than probably any of the yeah athletes we've seen in major league ba- baseball. That's um, I'm strong. I don't, th- I don't know yeah. if that's, yeah, I don't know if that's hard to, to, to <sighs> maybe that's a little too, too hard. Uh, I'm being a little too hard on him, but bro, he, bro, bro, you bro cheated. And I, but the thing is we see what the, it's not just in the MLB, bro, in the NFL too. T.O. didn't get in for like, he, he could have been nominated for four years, like four on four different occasions, and they told him no because and think about like Antonio Brown has a Hall of Fame career. He if mm-hmm. he keeps continuing down this road, he's probably not going to get in. Look at all the trouble they gave To like and that. T and To To didn't To didn't do that much. I mean, yeah, he he. I mean, he was lit and he got on the on the Cowboys ugly in in, in insignia. That was awesome. <laughs> and and he and he was like eating popcorn and whatnot, but he wasn't this this crazy like acting guy like Antonio Brown is, and. Think about of all, yeah. all the trouble they gave him. I think Antonio Brown should get in, but bro needs to get it together, man. Bro needs yeah. to get Well, I think if you have to tell us, I think for Hall of Fame, if you if you can't tell a story of the sport without mentioning their name, PEDs or not, they have to be in the Hall of Fame. I kind of like that. I like that. Barry Bond should have been in the Hall of how, Fame. David Ortiz would Barry Bond. You can't tell the story of baseball history without the man who has the most home runs in baseball history, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why you should be in. For sure. All right, man. We're going to come back. Uh, all of our listeners, we're going to come back after this short break. We're going to have a fun Yo. topic that we're going to introduce to yes, you. Yes, sir. All right. See ya. And we are back, folks, for our last segment. We are going to be creating the perfect NFL quarterback. And um, we have seven or six things, rather, that we're going to uh, find. So six attributes. We're going to find the best quarterback to fit all of them. Those six attributes are... Decision making, arm talent, frame, mobility, leadership, and pocket presence. Let's start with decision making, mm-hmm. Ruben. Who is your decision maker? Are we doing this all time or, or current? That's a good question. How about we current. do both? A lot there's gonna be some overlapping, bro. There's gonna be some overlap. Yeah. There's gonna be some overlap. Well, well the thing well, is well, well, like, like think about it, bro. Like, cause arm talent all time, you you might say Aaron Rodgers. But then arm talent, like right now, Patrick Mahomes is better than Aaron Rodgers in terms of arm talent, in my opinion. Ooh, and I think he, no, I think, I think, no, prime, I think prime Patrick you Mahomes. Wrong there. No, in terms of arm strength and everything, I, I'm standing by that, bro. Patrick Mahomes' arm was be, is better than Aaron Rodgers ever has been. You need to sit down. Hot take. Bro. Hot take. You need to sit down. Aaron Rodgers has the best arm talent of all time, and. If he's still playing in the league right now, by extension, over John, he has over the best John Elway, bro. Over John Elway. Yes. Over, oh, well, of course, over Brett Favre. Well, Brett Favre threw so many interceptions, bro. Ooh. It kind of, it almost takes a, yeah, a, a, a knack okay. on his arm <laughs> it takes a ton it's of like, legacy. It's like if you're throwing. I think his ratio of like touchdowns to interceptions, like six to four, is ridiculous. That's awful. <laughs> but yeah, um, let's start with decision making. Let's just do it all time. Let's just do it all time, Ruben. Okay. Um, decision making. 
Who do you have? I'll go first. I'm taking Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning decision-making. I think that mm. Brady's a, a really close second, but Peyton Manning, uh, I don't think I've ever seen anyone go through their progressions as well as Peyton Manning does. I feel like sometimes Tom Brady is so focused on getting the ball out quick. Like, throughout his career, he's averaged, like, just over two seconds to release the ball. Um, and honestly, people talk about the Patriots' O-line being good. That's kind of a reason that they were. Their pass protection was always, like, rated high because Brady got the ball off so fast, and they didn't uh, give up a lot of sacks. But anyway, yeah, that being said, Peyton Manning's my pick. Went through his progressions like no one else. Really accurate as well, but uh, decision-making, Peyton Manning for me. What about you? Um, What about Joe Montana, bro? Decision-making? Yeah. I never, wa- I never watched him a lot. That, I mean, I knew yeah. he, was, he was a big from, scrambler. From, from, what, from what I've heard. From what I've heard. Let's not I go off like, of what we've heard. Really what one. we've seen, bro. What from, we've seen. from what I've like, heard and what I've seen. And what I've seen. You've seen a lot of Joe Montana tape? No, but I've seen enough. <laughs> You've seen enough. You th- you think he's you think he's the best decision maker in the over Brady over Manning over some of these guys like Bra- uh, Manning's, of course Manning's like arguably well, the most efficient. What makes him my top five quarterback of all time? Peyton Manning. That no 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 Joe Montana. His Super Bowl rings, his accolades. I mean, he was accolades. Yeah, accolades, bro. He has four rings, and he yeah. was great at scrambling. You know, had pretty good arm talent. I mean, just made plays happen. Kind of like, kind of like Patrick and Mahomes. Things, I mean, that's and, that's and a little that's, bit of a and that's what decision making is. That's all this. That's part of decision making, man. Rolling out of the What's pocket. What's between him and Brady? What? Not rolling out of the pocket. <laughs> making the right decisions. Making the right decisions with the ball. All right. Well, you can. You, you're putting Joe Montana. Yeah, it's, it it would, it would be either him or Brady. I think it's Manning or Brady, but I'm, I'm picking Manning because I'm gonna save uh, Brady for some stuff down the road. Um, yeah, you same. can pick people twice, but it, it doesn't matter. All right. Arm talent all time. It's really, it's really Aaron just Aaron Rodgers for you. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes, man. I don't think we've ever seen anything like him, bro. Like all time. I, I, no, I understand. All right, maybe we should put accuracy on here as as a thing too, because okay, obviously yeah. Aaron Rodgers is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes has this this combination of like. He has good accuracy. Like that's actually it's it's kind of a hot take. To say he has good accuracy at this no. point, but he's still he's still an accurate I'll... quarterback. But uh-huh. anyway, he has this combination of arm strength and just a just his pure throwing ability is is the best I think we've ever seen, and that's why I'm putting him at, uh, at my uh, arm talent. Patrick Mahomes for me. Hmm. Frame. Yeah, I said I said Aaron Rodgers, definitely Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Frame Cam Newton. Frame. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think it has to be Cam Newton. I mean, you could say kind of, yeah. you could kind of say Josh Allen. Uh, a lot of people say like Josh Allen's like, like prime Cam, which actually is a pretty people good comparison. Compared, that dude, that's actually oh my, I didn't even think about that till now. It's a great comparison. Yeah, but um, you could put Cam Newton or Josh Allen, but the thing is, we'll put Cam Newton because it's kind of like that that like it it brings back memories and whatnot. No one wants to put Josh Allen because he's just like starting actually, no, to emerge. Never mind, Doug Flutie. He's, yeah, friend, friend of Doug Flutie actually. actually Doug Flutie. Yeah, I never. <laughs> who wait? Who does he? Who did he play? No, I'm just kidding. No, it's 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 a joke. He was for the Bills. He was like it was like five eleven, one one seventy or something. For real? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, th- frame, frame, I think I think an honorable Cam. mention for sure was Cam Newton. Uh, I mean not Cam Newton. Oh, uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> How do you bro? You read that? You read my mind. All right, mobility, yeah. all time mobility. There's a couple people you could put on here in terms of like ability to escape the pocket. 
Joe Montana. You could even put Aaron Rodgers. I mean, go go. I want you, I want you, I want you to say yours first, Nick. In the words of in the words of Antonio Brown, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. We've never seen a dual threat quarterback <laughs> like him before, bro. Never, never. And I'm not sure yeah. if we ever will, bro. It's like he's the fastest player in the NFL almost. I mean, of course he's probably not faster than Tyreek, oh. but but and and Henry Ruggs and well Henry Ruggs is in the league no more, but. Like yeah. he's not, he's not as Henry Ruggs is gonna have a breakout he, year bro, as a whole different meeting going, now. He's like one of those guys, like Jamar Chase. When he runs, he looks like he's the fastest player on the field, even though he might yeah. not be. Lamar Jackson has that, but like I would say, like times two. That's true. He makes people look silly. Lamar Jackson. Hey, you know who's breaking out next year, Nick? You know who's breaking out next year? Jalen Hurts. Henry Ruggs, bro, breakout player of the year. Oh my. God. <laughs> oh my. God. All right, who's your mobility, Ruben? Who's your mobility? Kyler Murray. Because he has the I don't shiftiness. hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think he has the shift. He has a bit more pocket. And I, and I like and I like his mobility in and out of the pocket more too. Dude, yeah. and like avoiding defenders more. That's just because he's short, and bro. Mars he is bends pure like speed. <laughs> but like Kyler Murray, like he, yeah, the way he bends exactly. The way he bends. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm just just the way that he the, the shifting. I just love the shiftiness, and he still has. Well, good speed too. one of the one of the categories is pocket presence, so I think you should just pick like pure mobility. But mm. I, I but he's still a good he's still a good pick no. for mobility. He's still a good pick. Pocket presence um, has someone else in mind. Yeah, you you go for it. Uh, leadership. This should be a given. A given, Ruben. I swear, bro. Don't 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 do anything disrespectful. Say what Wait, you. Let's, need we'll say. See, let's see it on. Let's see it on three. And if it's the same person, let's go crazy. Ready? One, two, three. Drew Brees. Tom Brady. Yeah, bro. Get out of here. I'm ending the podcast. Drew Brees. No, Drew Brees. <laughs> Is the, is the, Bro, is I am the so close to kicking. Yet. I'm so close to stopping this recording right now, Ruben. I, <laughs> that's so blasphemous. And I understand you're trying to play with me and whatnot. But uh, I'm not. I'm not. No, no way you're thinking. I'm, Drew I'm being Bro, dead don't serious. Do don't do that to me, Ruben. Don't do that to me, bro. I'm not. I'm being serious. It's Drew Brees. The way that he did to Kirk and Jalen to the Super Bowl the same year, the way that he motivated that team. He's motivated team like he's motivated pretty bad. I mean, not, yeah, pretty bad teams. Gotten them to eleven wins. Made Michael Thomas. Made AK forty one. Bro, I'm I'm not hearing this. Made bad teams good. When you look at Brady's weapons, bro. We talked about this on the last <laughs> hey, episode. They they went they literally went to the local Boston bars and said, "Hey, does anyone yeah. want to play with Tom Brady?" And so they picked Brady's up a couple guys second. like Chris Hogan, Danny Amendola, and they said, "All right, we're gonna get you guys on the we're gonna get you guys on the squad, and we're gonna go win a couple Super Bowls." And Brady's gonna throw it to yeah. you, and it's gonna hit you right in the chest, and you better not drop it. That's yeah. what they said. Yeah. They didn't say that. I, with I guess Brady's a close second. Mr. Brees. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> Ruben. All right. Well, for the sake of the listeners, uh, we got like almost um. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, for the sake of the listeners, we're going to move on. It's Tom Brady for leadership. No, nope, the last one, pocket presence. Who has the best pocket presence of all time? Russell Wilson. That's hot, bro. That's hot. A lot of people would probably say Joe Montana. A lot of old heads would say Joe Montana because, like, his Look ability. You <laughs> say Joe Montana, probably, right? <laughs> probably, uh, his ability to move in and out of the pocket was was very impressive. Especially, he was kind of like a revolutionary quarterback in uh, a revolutionary player to play the quarterback position. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go. I really like Russell that Russell Wilson, Wilson pick. Pick actually, yeah. I, I like that Russell Wilson pick. So hard to yeah. sack him, bro. Because he, because he, because he just knows yeah. exactly when to leave the pocket. Exactly when to throw the he has the best pocket presence. It's just yeah. the way it's just it's honestly just the eye test, to be honest. Like you can't yeah. even stop that. 
You just have to watch him. Hmm. Yeah, but anyway, I'm going to have to go like Aaron Rodgers, man. And his just ability to move, escape the pocket and like deliver stuff on the dot has just it's interesting how you're picking that and not his arm talent, but yeah. No, I, I just think I think I think he's a bit like all the Hail Marys he's done, it's just him like scrambling, kind of like Patrick Mahomes esque. Like Patrick Mahomes has great pocket presence, but like it's almost like Aaron Rodgers runs half as much as Patrick Mahomes and gets to the position to yeah. make the same throw as he does and makes That's the true. same throw. It's like I mean Aaron Rodgers is in the top five for me, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think it's Aaron Rodgers, his ability to move through and escape the pocket and whatnot. That puts him uh, at my pocket presence. So let's list off the let's list off let's list off the perfect quarterback, Ruben. You list yours off first. Okay, so decision, decision making, making of Joe Montana. Okay, right. what's the next category? Uh, arm talent. Arm talent, Aaron Rodgers, definitely. Um, frame, Cam Newton. Frame, Cam Newton. Mobility. Um, mobility, Kyler Murray. Leadership. And uh, pocket presence. Oh, leadership, Drew Brees. <laughs> Andrew Brees. Andrew and, uh, <laughs> Is that his Andrew name? Brees. Is that his name? I think so. I think right. so. And pocket presence. And then uh, pocket presence, Russell Wilson. Russell. My boy. All right. Well, for me, the perfect quarterback, and this is a real perfect quarterback, decision-making, Peyton Manning, oh, arm on, talent, Nicholas. Patrick Mahomes, frame, Cam Newton, mobility, Lamar Jackson. And... <laughs> Bro, we gotta stop clowning Antonio <laughs> Brown on this podcast. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, bro. All right. Leadership, Tom Brady. Jerez. And pocket presence, Aaron Rodgers. All right, folks. That's gonna wrap it up for this episode. You got anything you want to say, Ruben? Um, no, man. I just want to say that I love my listeners. Everybody who everybody who listens to this podcast, yeah. I love you. Guys you guys have been killing it. We got almost like a hundred plays on last on our first episode, and it was let's see real it wasn't it wasn't all that great but you guys have been killing it share the podcast whether you like it or whether you don't um share it to because someone else might like it as ruben said on the last podcast um yeah yeah like your mom no right. no final no final words yeah. ruben that's all i gotta say bro all right well um me and my boy grayson uh abaya some of you guys may know him who uh live on on orcas island with me we live on an island for those of you who don't know um, me and him are going to do some basketball episodes in the near future. Uh, he's really knowledgeable, and um, we're going to be posting some uh, shortly after we post this. But, yeah, we're going to try to get Ruben on. Tell, uh, for all you guys who know Ruben, tell him to start researching basketball so he can hop on with us. He's been kind of lazy, and he hasn't been doing it. But in the meantime. Lazy. I've been busy. <laughs> busy. Okay. Ruben, I got work, bro. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, see you later, ball freaks. <laughs> yeah. Catch you on the flippity flop. All right, guys, much love. Yeah. Peace.